today on Locked on Rockies. A tremendous amount of missed opportunities. Again, how many times do we have to do the same episode? You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the 13th day of April in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked on Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, your Rockies fan extraordinaire, your third season, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, you are in the right spot, because that's what we do around here, is talk about our beloved Rockies each and every day, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find, like I said, your team every day, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're also streaming live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Your subscription to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel is one of the best ways you can help the show means a whole lot to me and you all have been coming out in force with subscribing lately and hey we get closer and closer to 500 subscribers means we get closer and closer to the first ever locked on rockies giveaway uh folks we got to talk about the series the rockies just wrapped up against the cardinals an incredibly disappointing one one that we are going to kind of mimic a lot of what we talked about in yesterday's episode uh we'll break that down and then we'll look ahead we got one part of, uh, we got a full episode of a Locked On crossover coming your way tomorrow with Ty Dane Gonzalez of Locked On Mariners. But we got a nice, he had a bunch of Rockies questions. We had a little extra time. So uh, I got a nice little early preview uh, that we're going to do of uh, some Rockies related questions from from Ty and how the, the Mariners will be able to handle that. So we'll get to that at the end of the show. But... <sighs> It was a it was a Jose Arena quality start that they blew this time. It wasn't an actual quality start, but even though Jose Arena gave up the long ball, which continued to be the issue for the Rockies throughout the day yesterday, the Rockies were in that game. The Rockies had the potential. The Rockies should have won. They really should have. It was a tighter ball game, but they had the opportunity. This is a team, again, that needs to clutch. They need to be the ones that get the breaks. They need to be the ones that generate the breaks. They need to be the one that creates the winning environment. We cannot have CJ Crone step up to the plate in a bases-loaded situation and strike out on three pitches. That is absolutely unacceptable. There are some approaches being taken by Rockies hitters that are Awful when it comes to clutch situations. CJ Crone is the RBI guy. He, You are the RBI generator. There is no excuse, absolutely none, for going down on three pitches. I know they were hitting him with the sliders. I know that that's going to be tough. I know that's a hard hit to pitch to hit. But you are the guy. That's the biggest problem with CJ Crone is the, his, he has the potential. I mean, he hits the ball off of the Helton Burger stand, but he, but you, you can't swing, you can't get the bat off your shoulder when you got runners in scoring position? The aggression needs to be there in the right ways. This is a team that's too eager to swing and miss, and this is a team that doesn't take enough pitches to draw walks, so they have to swing their way out of holes, and that's not going to work for this team. 
An adjustment needs to be made now. And they did not make one during the Cardinals series. Why are we doing rehashing similar things that we talked about already in yesterday's pod? That's because the Rockies have yet to show that they make the adjustment. They have not made the in-game or uh, outside of the game adjustment to win a series yet. The Colorado Rockies have yet to win a series this season. That's a problem. They have been in a position to win every series that they have played outside of the Dodgers. The only time the Rockies have been out of any of the series that they have played was against the Dodgers. There are places and things that you can point to in these series that should show that the Rockies should not only be an above 500 team, but a team that has won three of their four opening series. Instead, it's series losses and series splits. And that's apparently the ceiling of the Rockies. And if they want to prove otherwise, if they want to change the narrative and if the front office again wants to continue to spew the take that this is a competitive team competitive teams don't do what the Rockies just did they don't why are teams like the Cardinals going to turn things around because they won those games they are the teams that are going to win those games more often than not the Rockies are proving themselves to be the team that will be on the losing end of those games you need to make an adjustment you need to hold on to your leads you need to play clean defense the Rockies cannot get burned so badly by errors with two outs. I mean, these are the, the the Rockies are not performing the fundamentals as well as they should be. And that is a tremendous issue, especially for a team lacking in depth. When the when the Rockies get a good start from one of their pitchers, not named Herman Marquez and Kyle Freeland, you need to do everything in your power to win that game. We said it yesterday. It grows from there. Because more often than not, what we've seen is struggles from this rotation. We have not seen this team bounce back yet. We have seen flashes of it. We have seen the potential. We did see the team score. One thing to be encouraged, at least by this homestand from the Rockies, is it wasn't like last year where the team wasn't scoring at home at all. But this is a team that needs to win the Coors Field shootouts. This is a team where the game against the Cardinals shouldn't end 9-6 on, on, on Tuesday. That should be a 9-6 the other way. It should be a game where the Rockies are the ones with the big late hit. Instead, it's the Rockies blowing games late and losing. It, the Cardinals scored in the last four in, or the last three innings of the game. A run, two runs, and one run. The Rockies had had an ample opportunity to get back in there, but instead they couldn't string it together. Even though they only were three had three less hits than the Cardinals. This is a team that Jerks and Profar had two RBIs. Charlie Blackman got on and, and, and multiple times in that game. Ryan McMahon unable to drive anybody in. You cannot have, when the Rockies are in a position or need to win a series, Ryan McMahon, CJ Crone, and my you can't have three, four, five, and six go RBI-less. And that goes down. The only people that scored were the pinch hitter and the top of the lineup yesterday for the Rockies. Driving runs in. That is unacceptable. That is not how the Rockies are going to win ball games. They need more. And it definitely falls on the part of it falls on the shoulder of, of CJ Crone. He needs to figure out a consistent plan because the hot and cold is far too polarizing. 
He is way too streaky right now. There needs to he needs to make an adjustment now. I mean, he is able to see the ball and sure he's he's got the home runs, but he is not able to handle stuff off-speed pitches. If the if they don't throw CJ Crone a fastball, he's just going to swing at it and go down anyway or he's going to watch it buckle in through the zone. That's where he's at right now, but he's also hitting the ball 472 feet. That's the big issue right there. There there are flashes from the Rockies. Put it together. String it together. It's an incredibly frustrating moment when the Rockies had that series and had a moment to really make a statement and then go play a team that's struggling. The Rockies could have had two statement wins, a home series win, and followed up by going up against the Mariners team with a little bit more momentum. Now you got a terribly sour taste in your mouth as you head on to the uh, to the road against a team that is really trying to figure things out and get things going and sweep you because that's what they think they can do. And the Rockies uh, are going to have to come up clutch and stop leaving runners in scoring position if they are going to want to you know get back to 500 and avoid some uh, you know a long weekend here. Let's uh, talk a little bit more about the series. Uh, Talk a little bit about some of the bright spots and at least some of the things. Let's let's get a little bit of positivity here as uh, as we go into this. Uh, but we also will have to comment on again. Just actually, we'll, we'll, before we do it, clean defense, guys. I mean, I mean Ryan McMahon and CJ Crone have to. It, that cannot happen. But it also can't lead to just the whole game is gone, is trashed, is ruined after that. Just like the defense and the offense needs to pick up the pitchers, the pitchers need to pick up their offense there or their defense there too. It has to work both ways. And it is not. The Rockies are not a really functioning team unit right now when it comes to big plays, clutch plays, in the moment, huge things. They 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 they're they're missing something. And I don't necessarily know what that is. Let's keep uh, let's, let's talk about it. Let's keep uh, we'll keep venting a, a little bit more. But you know, uh, the place you got to go if you need something to take care of your car is eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Like we said, we're, the Rockies are looking for their perfect fit, and if you're looking for the perfect fit for your vehicle, eBay Motors has you covered. eBay's guaranteed fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride! Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast. I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I want to shout out our everydayers out there, like Ryan Tarlski there in the live chat here. Your subscription to Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, one of the best ways you can help the show grow. Crone has been awful since his first three games. 30% K rate and awful defense. I know a switch hitter that drops bombs and plays elite first base defense that the Rocks could use. Interesting, but you're implying that the Rockies would make a trade or 
would go out and move people up. The question is, how long are the Rockies going to stick with this roster? How long do you want to lose games like that with the roster having Mike Moustakis and CJ Krohn in it instead of Nolan Jones and Michael Tolia? How long do you want to stick to this plan? How competitive do you truly believe yourself to be as the Rockies front office? That's a serious question to ask. The Rockies will not make a move. They will not change things. They will not do anything different if they still believe that they are in a contention window or in, in within the season. They showed us that they're willing to go with the young guys last year, but how many times, I mean, again, you feel a little bit better about losing those games if at least the young guys are getting it. If you're if you are really embracing using the youth and going after and 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 using those players. How long do you keep CJ Crone in the lineup at a 30% strikeout rate before you call up Michael Tolia? That isn't an, an honest question. The Rockies have to start asking themselves, yes, on April 13th. Because you want to know what's better for the Rockies' future? More likely. And C.J. Crone has honestly been the best first baseman since Todd Helton. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. But he doesn't help the Rockies next year. He doesn't help the Rockies the year after that. And he doesn't help the Rockies the following year. Why? Because it should be totally a time. And why do we want to be more confident in Michael Tolia? It's because I want him to play this year. The Rockies have to be willing to punt if they are not going to make adjustments. Maybe it's still too early, but I don't need to watch the Rockies lose with the lineup that they brought out last night. I don't need to see Mike Moustakis, and I don't need to see C.J. Crone take away at-bats from younger guys. Now, it's a rest day, and it's it's smart. It's fine. I mean, it's it's the end of the series, day game, that all that stuff. Absolutely. That's a, that's a factor. I'm talking when we're scaling back, looking out, and analyzing this series in context of the whole season. If the Rockies continue to go down the path of split a series, lose a series, split a series, lose a series, split a series, lose a series, why are you going to continue to just stick with that? That isn't going to get you into the playoffs. That isn't going to win you games. You might as well go and embrace and get all of these players that you want to get playing time, playing time. There are three players in the minors that the Rockies are probably expecting to get playing time and need to get playing time of, with one being exception at the major league level and a lot of it at the major league level this year. And that is Michael Tolia, it's Nolan Jones, and it's Zach Veen. The Rockies need to be willing to go to those players if the Rockies can't get performance from these players. Yes, C.J. Crone is, like you said, a 30% strikeout rate cannot happen. Oh, my goodness. And I brought it up already. But, boy, that at-bat with the bases loaded, that is just, that's a terrible sign. I mean, it is just oh, Mark Reynolds. That's a good point. Mark Reynolds better than CJ. Man, that's a that was a prime offseason uh, episode that we missed out on. But anyway, I think I'm just ranting. I think maybe I'm letting my frustrations get a little bit ahead of me. It's still I I, I mean the, the the team is still could get above 500. I mean, if they surprise the Mariners this weekend, take a couple of games, they're going to be okay. But it is, it's just a matter of what is the true goal of the season 
if this team as constructed right now isn't winning ball games with the veterans that they want to win with? And how are they going to manage the Herman Marquez injury? I mean, this is a team that's like you can't afford to lose games like you did yesterday and the day before when you got Herman on the IL. If the if Herman's fill-in is giving you a, a, just like Jose did a decent start, especially at home, you got to win those games. You have to have to win those games. It is a must, must, must. Okay, rant time over. Let's get some series preview. Let's look ahead. We've looked behind us. We've looked to the past. We've already handled that. Let's preview the series here. Let's get you uh, your a little bit of your first look here of your episode for tomorrow because we got a full crossover for you. But we had an extra bonus segment, so I'm bringing it to you here on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Ty Dane Gonzalez joins me here with some Rockies questions coming up in segment number three. Before we get to that, though, I have to tell you about our friends at Rocket Money. You got all those subscription services. You know how much all those are costing you? Yeah, Are you sure? Do you want to cancel some of them? Rocket Money is going to make it easy for you to do because 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Folks, stop wasting your Money. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, and that's saving the average person up to $720 a year. Rocket Money not only makes it quick and easy to find your subscriptions and cancel them, they also can manage and track your finances all in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and get alerted if anything looks off. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. We're also brought to you today by our friends at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. That's a Built Bar. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want to have a healthier snack choice but don't want to compromise on the taste, Built Bars are the things for you. They taste amazing, and their macros are pretty darn great. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Not sure how. Built can make a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar with these macros, but I don't need to because I get to just eat them. And guess what? You don't have to only get them at Built.com anymore. You can go and check out your local Walmart or Sam's Club and pick up a four-bar box of the cookies and cream, maybe get a double chocolate, who knows? Or you can check out that 13-bar box with that brownie batter puff. Check it all out at your local Sam's Club or Walmart or all your Built needs at Built.com. Folks, Locked on Rockies podcast here. We got a nice special little edition here of a little sneak preview of tomorrow's episode, our bonus segment here. Ty Dane Gonzalez joins us here to preview with some Rockies questions, and uh, let's check it out. Paul Holden, Ty Dane Gonzalez here talking Rockies, Mariners heading to the Pacific Northwest. The Rockies are after a disappointing homestand. This team uh, dropping some series, uh, getting some offense, something they haven't been able to do. And now they got to do go and do it on the road. Ty, what uh, what do you got? What do you what do you what do you need to know about the Rockies? How, what what are what has got you shaking in the boots about these two teams that are uh, the same record? So clearly on the same level. 
Yeah, so CJ Crone obviously got off to a pretty hot start, so that's one, and he's been someone that's kind of haunted the Mariners in the past, former Angel, of course. Uh, I really, you know, to start things off here, I really am curious about how this team is navigating the loss of Brendan Rodgers so far. Catastrophic injury. I mean, one of those, the last message you want to see from a spring training game, especially when... It was just a baseball play. It was just diving for a ball. And then it's a, it's, you, you were hoping, oh, hopefully that classic, it's, it's gross, but they can just pop it back in there and he's out for the game. He ices up and he's back next week. And instead, it's tremendous damage to the joint that uh, this is not a player. This was my Rocky, number one Rockies player. All offseason, all I talked about really was Brendan Rodgers. I truly believe that he is a top five second baseman in baseball. I really think that he is one of the best second basemen in the entire game. And luckily, they have Ryan McMahon to fill that hole. And it, it, as unfortunate as that injury is, it did open up an opportunity for something I was worried about in the Rockies offseason. It made Ailerice Montero the starting, short, uh, starting third baseman for the Colorado Rockies. So what the Rockies did was they put Mon- they have Montero. Uh, you can, you would, they also signed Mike Moustakis, who is going to fill and uh, you know play you know corner bases in the, and here and there. But the biggest prospect from the Nolan Arenado trade is given the starting spot on third next to the second youngest player in baseball in Ezekiel Tovar. The Rockies, again, turning to a rookie uh, shortstop, which has usually been a good success for the Rockies. And they were, for second base, they put a gold glover over there. Uh, I'd argue that it, not last year, but the year prior, I think Nolan Ar- uh, uh, that Ryan McMahon was a better defender than Nolan Arenado. Uh, and and I can say that as one you know big Nolan guy as well, I think. The politics of the there, I got finally was on the other side of sitting there and saying like, wow. But um, so that's how they've navigated the loss. But you know what they aren't going to be able to to replicate, especially with some of those players. Some he started off so bad last year at the dish, but then was a three hundred hitter at the end of the year, and they are missing. They are going to miss that at bat. The Rockies are a better team on offense this year and are better looking offense to start the year than we saw at points last year. But man, Brendan Rodgers would have really added, especially with the Profar signing. That would have been a really interesting top of the lineup with Jerks and Profar, Chris Bryant and Brendan Rodgers. And then, yeah, you lead into your, your, your CJ Crone. But man, the, my issue with CJ Crone is he is just so hot and cold. He'll hit a, he'll hit a ball 472. But he'll strike out three times in that game, too. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I know the type. Well too <laughs> familiar with the type. I'm curious about this pitching staff, though. So Austin Gomer, the pride of the Nolan Arenado trade, is, is going tomorrow against Marco Gonzalez, who's not been very good the last couple of years either. Uh, so that, that one could be a shootout between these two offenses. We'll see. But I'm curious about Sunday. So Sunday for now, they have the uh, starter pitch, uh, starting pitcher for the Rockies listed as TBD. Uh, and I know that Herman Marquez has just, uh, just landed on the IL. So who do you think is starting in that game on Sunday? There's talks of it being Noah Davis, a call up there. The, the, the thing is, there's no real notable starting pitcher to come up for the Rockies. The mm-hmm. Rockies have exciting position player prospects, but 
they don't have a lot of pitching uh, depth in general. Uh, the, the Rockies having Herman go to the IL, Antonio Sensatella tear his ACL last year and, and still be uh, away until May at the earliest they're hoping, uh, shows that this team, the, the biggest mistake that they made was not adding to their starting pitching depth in the offseason or just buying into what they had. They, they had to turn to that last year a little bit, and there's not a lot of excitement there. So I think it will be Noah Davis, and I don't necessarily think that necess- – it's not a, whoa, we're getting to see a Noah Davis start. Like, it's not – I'm not sitting here like I got to – you know, I got to tune in. I got to have it. I'd rather be seeing Herman Marquez out there because Herman Marquez is someone – uh, the Rockies have two great pitchers, good to great, depending on what you want to say, and Herman Marquez and Kyle Freeland. The Mariners are going to escape Kyle Freeland, who before uh, the loss to the Cardinals uh, started the uh, season with 12 and two-thirds scoreless innings, only gave up two in his time on the field uh, with uh, against the Cardinals. Can't say the same for the bullpen. Uh, the Rockies' lack of starting pitching depth will be on full display uh, this weekend against the Mariners. This is a team that uh, Gomber has been okay but still not great and 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 necessarily dominant at all and then it's a young guy there in Feltner at the end of the rotation that uh, is again very likely it's a five inning four runs given a two walk two strikeout type of performance and then it's a oh hey let's hope the Rockies don't they have pieces of the bullpen that have shown greatness and then they've also walked in three batters in a row so Mm -hmm. The Rockies have been a team that is that has lacked consistency, and it's a team that lacks depth, uh, especially at the starting pitching position. Yeah, that's been uh, a little bit of an issue for the Mariners as well in terms of walks. They've been walking a lot of guys. I think they're bottom five right now in walks per nine. That's been a big issue for them thus far and has really come back to bite them in some big situations over the first 13 games here. So. Don't want to give too many of these guys free passes for sure, because there are some guys in this lineup, even though this is a, a bit of a, you know, a rebuilding team, right? Uh, there are they some don't guys. Rebuild. The Rockies don't right. rebuild. We don't use that word in we Colorado. Don't, yeah, yeah, that's, that's know, sacrilege. That's very yeah. key. Yeah, it's yeah, a that's big right. part of the philosophy around there. <laughs> uh, but it's, it, it is a team that has potential. I got the question a lot, and there's a lot of stuff, and I especially heard it now. It's like, the Rockies aren't a hundred loss team, folks. I, I Maybe I will eat my words, but it's, when I look at this Rockies roster compared to the Rockies roster last year and other Rockies rosters of the past that didn't lose a hundred games, I don't. Th- if we get a full healthy, a big X factor here in this series is going to be Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant swinging the bat pretty well. Jerkson Profar's uh, managed to be a, a, a bit of a, 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 an issue, and Elias Diaz is der- having one of his hot streaks. The, the Rockies usually get little to no production from uh, the catcher p- position, but the one thing Elias Diaz when he is hot. He'll hit the ball and he'll hit the ball far and hard. So if he, you know, the the Rockies do have a power bat looming in that bottom part of the lineup. But uh, you mentioned the the Mariners having some struggles with, you know, six through nine. Rockies, same exact way. Uh, you you feel so much less confident. But the Rockies, it even goes up into uh, you know, like your you, CJ Crone's your big bat, but man, his bat at bats are bad. The the, the the lack of it's it's. Charlie Blackman and Chris Bryant have been a very good one-two punch for sure, or two-three punch wherever you know Charlie Blackman uh, dipping a little bit in the lineup with Profar. 
But those those two dudes are getting on base in situations and getting you on second and third scoring opportunities early in games. And the Rockies just aren't cashing in. So uh, on top of lack of starting pitching depth to watch this weekend, the, the Rockies inconsistencies on offense will also be a, a thing this team has to avoid because uh, this is a Mariners team that if they're going to lock into some Rockies pitching, they'll do some damage and the Rockies don't get to turn to a, a, a bullpen full full of studs. They have some good solid veteran arms, but nothing that's going to dominate you outside of Justin Lawrence is probably the most exciting option out of the Rockies bullpen oh, yeah. right now. He is a really, he's the guy that I like. It's, it's, what I like about a guy that comes out of the bullpen, and, and I know you can appreciate this, I want a guy that's got a unique delivery, throws a slider that just isn't – you can't hit that thing. It's impossible. When it's right, it's it, it's it's a Frisbee, and, and, and just brings some energy. And that's what Lawrence does. He's not perfect. He still has control issues, and he got dinged for a home run uh, in his in his uh, a, a go-ahead big-time home run in his last appearance uh, against the Cardinals. But this is a guy that, that, that can definitely – definitely definitely uh make an impact in a close game uh because the one thing too uh for the rockies uh for for mariners fans uh, their star closer daniel bard is not pitching right now he uh is still on the il with the anxiety uh issues and we apply we're we're all good you know i'm daniel bard take your time i think it's a really really cool move but the the il the injury bug has hit colorado and hit colorado hard all right, folks, that uh, just the preview. We got a full deep dive and a lot more baseball philosophy talk and kind of uh, difference between Rockies and Mariners we will get into tomorrow. So you got a full crossover episode heading your way uh, tomorrow. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Thank you so much for being part of the live chat. Nolan Jones is going to get some playing time. Ryan Tarski, I think he is going to play a little bit this weekend. Uh, that will be my my uh, my take to end the show today. Like I said, full crossover episode on your way. Rockies Mariners action all weekend long. Folks, until next time, this has been Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.